This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society. Aloha, y'all. This is Daniel Eisenman, the host of the Breaking Normal podcast, where my guests are all invited based on the frequency of synchronicity, all done in person, and all trailblazers and the breaking of all things normal. Hey guys, this is Daniel's producer Casey here. Just letting you know that later on in the interview, we had a little glitch happen. Um, so don't mind that. Unfortunately, we had to keep it in there just because it would not make sense with the edit. So hope you guys enjoy the interview and uh, we'll catch you later. Yo. Yo. We're live. We're here. We're here in your studio. <laughs> and you're the one interviewing me when normally I interview you. So thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Breaking World podcast. I'm here with Benji Travis. Um, and I have this video, if you're watching it live on YouTube, or if you want to watch it later, titled The Secret of YouTube Secrets. And there's a lot to that. Firstly, that book that's currently out that I've recently read that's epic uh, is co-produced between yes. you and your... Sean Cannell. Exactly. Who I've met before. Awesome guy. Hi, Sean. How you doing? We were just talking about you. Now we are again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, Benji and I go way back. I mean, I would like to somehow highlight the golden thread of how we know each other. Mm-hmm. Um one way I definitely know you is as like one of the my OG inf- influence, like me as an influencer, a mentor for mm-hmm. me of what to do. Like, Thank you. What do you? What do I do? What, all, now all these people are celebrating our raw vegan diet and everything that we're doing at that time. What do we do with it? And Benji, since then, has given me what I would say is arguably some of the most valuable advice I've ever received through my journey. And a lot of that is definitely embedded in his book, YouTube Secrets. I highly recommend it. I listened to it on Amazon, I mean, on Audible. And it was really interesting about, I think it was a few weeks to a month or so after me finishing that book, one of my videos went ultra viral. It got like 10 million views all of a sudden. So <laughs> yeah, much that's so was... the power, you guys. We, <laughs> didn't, we didn't put that in the book, but that's a secret. That's the secret. You read it and magical things happen. Well, the intention. <laughs> that I think there is something to be said that if my intention is to grow my YouTube channel by reading this book, that the yeah. right there, it's starting. Yeah. It's starting by opening the book or by creating the intention. So thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. Um, how would you describe Honored. how we know each other? <laughs> well, it all goes back to when I moved out of my house and for reals, like it does. Uh, I moved out like fairly early and moved into apartment I was pretty health conscious, but it was the first time I was going to buy my own groceries. And so the organic section is where it all started, right? Organic fruits and vegetables. Like, why is there these organic things? Why aren't they already all organic? Because you would think that is, right? So um, at that time, because I was trying to stay healthy as I moved down and I had to cook for myself, I started juicing. So I was juicing a lot. Uh, it was like basic stuff, apples, carrots, lemons. But then I thought, you know, what? let me look on YouTube. And of course, YouTube was just the perfect place to get ideas and inspiration. I found Dan McDonald, Life Regenerator. The craziest, most simple, most informative juicing channel on YouTube. And I would argue probably the most knowledgeable person in juicing. So I met him and I met him. I met him on YouTube and I watched his videos and I just 
consumed everything. I, I would just watch his stuff religiously when he uploaded. And then one day he uploaded a video where he was collaborating with these three guys with their shirts off. And Dan always had his shirt off too. I thought it was normal. But I thought, what are the chances that he's with these other three dudes that are like freaking buff, like Greek God statues, and uh, they're all like into juicing. I thought that... Th- you know, I, I live in a, a small town north of Seattle, so that kind of, I'd say, vibe was not something I knew really existed and that there was a lot of people into that, right? Healthy lifestyle, fruits and vegetables, juicing, really fit. And so I was like, who are these guys? And that was the Raw Bras. So I went to their YouTube channel and there you were. I reached out to Timothy, your brother, and met Nathaniel and yourself, and that the rest is history. And that was, I'd say, 2011 well, or 2010, maybe. One thing I want to celebrate are one of our mutual beginnings of the connection, Dan McDonald, Dan the man, <laughs> um, is that I, I would say he's probably more, you know, you said he's the best, maybe the most informative on juicing. Yeah. I think he's also most responsible for the most amount of people experimenting with a raw vegan diet. Absolutely. Including the raw bros. Yes. He, I think he was, like, if I had to give most of the influence of why we chose to do yeah. that originally, Dan McDonald is behind it. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to festivals and events where that was like the story. Like, well, I, I saw my life regenerators. <laughs> and, uh, and, man. and he's legendary. You know, that's one of the things that's unique. He was probably one of my first youtubers and i don't know if he would even call himself that during that time he was just this raw foodist that really loved juicing and sharing his passion online so when i watched him day after day and he helped my life basically get better through health and wellness and um i would agree it wasn't just juicing it was just that's what connected me to him because that's what i personally was into and he has definitely influenced me and I'm sure many other people because he's he's like a legend in this space of the health world, I guess you could say. So I would echo that. And I, I want to celebrate him and me and you together as a team as well because is it possible that the, the, the first, did you, when did you first meet Dan? I met Dan for the first time at one of his events in Seattle. Okay. So it was after I met you. I met you first, though. And then I believe I met Dan. He had a meet and greet in Seattle, and I was just a, a, a viewer of his, part of his group thing, and we connected. And then we just kind of hit it off, but nothing happened from there. You know, We were just friends at that point, and I was still a fan. He was putting out videos, and it was just one day and done. But and then inevitably, what I want to celebrate, yeah. especially, is what we were talking about earlier today, is that we ended up in Kauai yes. together. Me, you, my brothers, yep. Dan McDonald, yep. JP Sears, JP Sears, all on Kauai in a whole in group of amazing people. Oh my gosh, it was, so many! Yeah, even all the other participants. It was just such an amazing experience. Awesome people. Great weather compared to Seattle, Washington. I had my suntan going on. I had worked out too, so like I was looking a little more buff than I normally do. I always describe it. I'm like that character with a mask on Batman. What's that guy with mask on? Bane. 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 I was like Bane, right? At least my back was. Well, since we have this epic deadlifts. team that you <laughs> procured, I would love to get a picture of him if, if we can use that feature. So, yeah. I guess, so I know who you're talking about. 
And I just want to celebrate this opportunity. You've built an amazing studio here. Oh, thank you. Side note. Yeah. But that event, um, and another thing we could pull up after we see Bane from Batman (laughs) is um, we could probably YouTube like Scream Therapy, J.P. Sears, Rob Ross Retreat. And we can maybe watch a moment of an experience we shared together. Okay, I'm looking at Bane from Batman. I might have been a little bit over the top with looking like Bane, but like, <laughs> there's a shot of his back. There is a shot of me on the uh, on the beach, and I look like freaking like the Hulk. But it's because I was inspired by you guys. But uh, yeah, that was that was a great week. And I, I say one thing about that trip that is unique. It was the epitome of everything that I gained from not just you and your brothers, but also Dan McDonald. And Kauai is arguably one of the most fruitful, no pun intended, places on earth in terms of just natural wonders and abundance and good vibes, great weather. It's just special and so to be there with you guys and then having my you know like uh an initial inspiration for juicing juicing for me that was like a mind-blowing moment and he had his shirt off too like he looked just (laughs) like his video and then he made me vegan sushi which i don't think was as cool as the juice but it was still an experience well yeah i would love to maybe we can see dan mcdonald juicing out of his rv too as a reference for someone that may not know who he is and also that if that JP Scream Therapy video is available, because what I would like to talk about for a moment with this YouTube Secrets book, and yeah. I, I listened to it, and JP and myself are both mentioned in it, with, which is so honorable. I, I love that. It was an honor to love a book so much and realize that I'm a part of it, literally. And um, But me and you, what we share in common with JP is that we saw JP from someone only maybe hundreds of people knew on YouTube. Yeah. In, to, a, in the beginning of his journey. And that part in Kauai, for instance. Yes. Like, that was one of his most viral videos by far. Yeah. Is us just, the Rob is filming him facilitate this radical screen therapy yeah. on the beaches of Kauai. And that still probably is, like, nothing compared to a video he uploads today. For sure. Um, tell me about JP as an avatar. Yeah. Um, and what you saw firsthand with him. And then maybe that can spill over to any avatar so yeah just to give a little bit of background jp sears is a content creator comedian on youtube but on all platforms uh he not only puts out great content and he oh wait that was his video (laughs) um he not only puts out great content but he does stand-up comedy now is wildly famous but when we first met him he was what i would say a self-help coach counselor and he was helping people through personal problems whether it's depression or anxiety one of his first videos is about how to get through life as an introvert um interesting stuff talking head video it was pretty dry and i think that was a point too it was very serious he was really really not trying to show any personality. He was just very informative. So I met him and saw those videos and did not see boring. I saw you're adding value to the world through helping with the wisdom you have because there are people that have these problems and most people assume that YouTube is all about entertainment, fun stuff, recipes, right? And uh, and I actually felt like he was going somewhere and this video that's showing is his new stuff where it's more comical and it's so far away from when he started. But my point is, 
when I saw him and I told him and I praised him, I, I was completely honest and I believed this, that he was going to go places with his channel because this is something that people are going to need forever. And people are eventually going to type on YouTube, just like they did in Google, how do I get through depression? How do I get over, you know, uh, um, somebody passing away? And there's going to need to be a resource. Somebody's going to need to be there and he could be. I just had no idea what's happened to him in the last four or five years would be what it is. And, you know, I'll flip it back to you. You're the one, I think, partly responsible for that transformation, not because he changed, but he wasn't afraid to be his full self. And I would say now looking at his whole journey, he's doing both helping people in a different way and also entertaining people. But yeah, this is a video of him just talking. It's so crazy. It's like square video. And speaking of depression, I'd like to ask (laughs) how can you He really talked like this too in real life and First off, would you consider- <laughs> but yeah, I would say he's a lot more comedic now, even in his serious message, which lightens the mood. Because when you hear that or you watch it, it kind of makes you want to fall asleep unless you really value what he's saying. And he did talk about stuff. So that's why I have him in the book, because he might have just assumed he would never be this million viewed million subscriber type of channel and was going to be very utility and there's nothing wrong with that but what you find is youtube gives you the ability to connect with more people than you even realize value what you bring to the table yeah and i totally will agree that yeah jp and me me you and jp we've had some crazy transformative experiences mm-hmm. that really catalyzed us to be more of who we are regardless of who's watching and yes, I think before JP was popular on YouTube, it was this crazy thing for the Rob Bras, for myself yeah. and, and Deanna. They were like, JP is so hilarious. <laughs> like, why doesn't he do that in his videos? Yeah. And I think we asked that for years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden that ultra spiritual character came out and it was like, oh, it's happening. Totally. <laughs> and total tidal wave since then. And a really like overnight success, ten years in the making, because he was sure. he was working in this field of emotional healing and probably more than that too. Yeah, like, 15, more maybe? than that, but like yeah. professionally, like right up to that eleven years. I know we think he worked with Paul Check yeah. as a, probably a major coach, and what a benefit for the yeah. Czech Institute. Paul Check's epic, so no no wonder. Um, and now I would say he probably is more well known than Paul Check oh, just yeah. because of the the famous status. <laughs> yeah. Um, that he is. And one of the things I did tell JP early on that I would take credit for, and he would probably agree with this if he doesn't, then um, forget you. I'm going to take that chapter out. But you can watch How to Get Offended. <laughs> how to Get Offended he, if you need to. He um, was putting out these videos, and one of the things I said to him is do not discount the possibility that what you're doing is just before your time. And so these 300 views or even like a thousand views will in with the same content could grow over time just because people are catching up with the idea of using YouTube in this way, you know? And it was so, it was so, I'd say groundbreaking in the sense that no one was doing this kind of stuff. I know there was some other people out there and you just never know how you can uh, help people 
I, I just, that, and the last reason I put them in the book is because even I learned something from that experience. And now I know because of observing him, you just got to keep going and trying different things because sometimes what you think is going to work is not what's going to work, but you have to do that first to get to the thing that you need to do. And he's a perfect example of it. Yeah, that reminds me of this story one of my podcast guests, David Gonzalez, shared about how bees spend their whole lives looking for nectar. Yeah. And in the meantime, they pollinate planet Earth. Yeah. So it's like their desires are leading them this direction, but the byproduct of their desires is actually what's most nourishing for all of oh, humanity. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's... Woo, woo. I mean, for yourself... Like, I remember when we were doing the Rob Ross and we saw JP, for mm-hmm. instance. JP was min- one of many people that we've met. Yes. And they're like, if we can just capture this guy and this version on camera, mm-hmm. he's going to be epic for yeah. YouTube, for our videos. Yeah. And sometimes we would put people on video. And like JP, for instance, before he is who he yeah. is now, he would have a different persona. Sure. It, it was just like more more serious. Yes. And much more serious. And that, I would say, is maybe influenced by what he saw other people doing. So one of the mistakes people make when they get onto YouTube and start a channel, start uploading videos, they just mimic what other people are succeeding with. Nothing wrong with that. Not realizing what's probably more important is to mimic what is going to work with your personality because what works for them is maybe because their personality fits that serious attitude and that kind of informative thing. And, you know, I've met Paul Check. Nothing against Paul Check, right? And it's interesting you even brought him up. Paul Check is a serious guy. I, when I, I actually went to his house and uh, awesome experience. We did a video together, but he's intense. He is really intense. And I maybe got one joke out of him or one like slight smile when he was on video. And so if you're mentoring under somebody like that and seeing what they do and the way they speak, that's kind of get ingrained in you. And this is one of the things I love about your events. You let the kid come out of people and allow them to be free and the kid isn't necessarily just like who you were as a child, but the playful side of you. And that's usually the more powerful, the more aligned with your personality because it's inhibited it's, or it's uninhibited. It's, it's free of all worry. And now, ironically, he's making these videos where he doesn't really care what people think or he might care about people, but he's not you know, politically correct. Yeah, I think he's like now he's actually really aiming to offend people in like the most enlightening way. <laughs> it's he's basically your your successful student from international tribe design. Like the person that took it to the extreme in a good way, because that's what you experience at those events, which is allow yourself to be yourself fully. Don't apologize for it and don't be afraid with of whatever comes out. Cause that is who you are truly. All right. So on that note, and if anyone hasn't read Breaking Normal, the book is pretty much all about this. It's like tapping your inner spring, rewilding your inner child to set the truth free because the truth doesn't need to be set free. We're free to set it now. Yeah. And you definitely set him free, bro. You did. (laughs) And and I would say it's funny, like people that don't know JP, he is actually probably the most spiritual person I know. 
Mm-hmm. And he has set me free in so many ways as well. So I, I love these synergi- synergistic relationships. And a lot of them have been catalyzed because of YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. And that's amazing. You yeah. know, it's amazing how I've we've gotten to use these social media sites as tools yes. instead of weapons of distraction, tools to, of connection yeah. through our retreats. And I, I, this book and what we're talking about, you, you are an authoritative figure in seeing the patterns and being able to point out what seems to work the most yeah. for the most amount of people. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking when... I'm thinking for someone that might be listening to this, maybe you don't even want to be on YouTube, yeah. maybe, but you might know someone like JP before yeah. before he is the the new version of himself on YouTube. That like there are so many opportunities with YouTube. Oh my gosh! I, I'm just like I just want to somehow tap like the golden spring, the yeah. golden thread of what do you feel about what I'm talking about right now? Like how could someone that's been thinking about either getting on YouTube or they might know someone that they could help get on YouTube or yeah. they could how but they haven't done it. They yeah. they're scared to put their toe in the water. Yeah. You got anything to say to yeah. someone like let that me, listening? Let me share the story about my wife and how I even got into YouTube in the first Please. place. Yes. In two thousand and eight, I'd say two thousand seven, my wife Judy, who wasn't my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, was watching a lot of YouTube videos but had no experience creating content or shooting videos or editing. She just was watching all these other ladies put on makeup and share their experience and their reviews about different products. So she decided around that time, maybe 2008, to put up her her first videos. And I used to complain and I'd even to a certain degree, kind of make fun of her that she was into this because I thought, that's so silly. Like, why would you spend time doing this when you got better things to do? She was going to school at UW. She had a full-time job. She was dating this great guy. I was like, hey, you want to hang out with me? I'm just in the living room. (laughs) So I uh, kind of started off my whole perspective looking at it as something, uh, as a waste of time. But she started with the the most affordable $50 digital camera. She just used a laptop with no experience and started uploading videos. And so the short version, what happened the next 12 years is she definitely made the right choice. Number one, she's built an audience of over 3 million people who watch her. She went from being a beauty enthusiast content creator to a family vlogger and now an authority in the mom space partly because she had four kids one or two of those were twins so i mean she got some experience right and she did all of that and became very successful and now my boss that's the, she gets the last lap because obviously she tells me what to do in our business in our marriage it's different than we like 50 50 everything <laughs> but in the in the business she gets executive decision and it was all because of youtube and this is with zero understanding of how it works or the technical side and editing software and computers and no kind of business savvy and that's what's possible with YouTube. It's so powerful because of the attention. You know, there's 2 billion people logged into YouTube every single month. And I'd say here in 2020, probably even more. And that's just the people that are logged in. There's probably a lot of people not logged in. 
that don't want to account. They just want to watch and they, they don't mind the ads and they're just going through and they just watch what they watch. And then this isn't even beginning to talk about how many kids consume it. So when you think about that and there's still another four to five billion people left on the planet that potentially could be these viewers you're talking tons of opportunity. And it's not just beauty anymore or health and juicing or the things, you know, like camera reviews or prank videos and comedy sketches or JP doing all kinds of parodies. It's everything. And the way I describe it to anybody is if you Googled something, you're going to YouTube something one day. And so if there's something not being created around a certain search word or phrase, it's a YouTube channel. And I think we talked about this yesterday that literally if somebody has a question and there isn't good answers and you know the answer, boom, you're off to the races. So that's what's exciting about it because there, there's it's not too late. I, I We wrote that book in 2019, no, 2018 it got released and it still is the number one sell on Amazon for anything for YouTube. And that's because more and more people, it's not just because we feel like the book is well written, but it's because people are interested in it, yeah. you know, after so many years. So there is definitely a lot of opportunities and I, hopefully that story sparks some motivation and inspiration. But just know the significance of that story is Judy had no clue what she was doing. And yeah, you can I, still be that same person. I have another qu follow-up question. And that is so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I'd love to see um, if we can see Judy. like Just like how we showed JP yesterday about yeah. his earliest videos. Is there like an earliest video yeah. of Judy you, till now? So if you want to see at home what she started with, go to It's Judy Time YouTube page, right? And when you go to the video library, you're going to choose the oldest videos. And you're going to see what they started off, started off as. Um, go ahead and put the video library up on the screen right there. But again, this is the very cheap $50 camera, and it wasn't even HD. She looks super young, too. This pre-kids, and um, yeah, and so even the thumbnails, I kind of giggle when I look at them because, look, it's her eyeball, but just click on one of those uh, videos. Color is horrible, and it's not her fault. It's because I set up the lighting horribly. I didn't know what I was doing. Hey, go ahead and turn down the music. We don't want to get any copyright dings there. Um, but nice. so that was my real estate office behind her. I thought I was doing her a favor by letting you use half my office, not realizing that my desk and messy folders and the sticky notes and that's kind of my vision board was her background. Had nothing to do with, uh, you know, things. So if you fast forward now, her videos are completely different. Let's pull up her vlog channel. But uh, yeah, that's how she started like very basic look and the thing that still is relevant today that was relevant back then people want to connect with other people that have a similar interest that's why we connected right over food and so yeah she her her content is better now because it's hd um better lighting um more kids, so it's cuter, too. That's my little one, little Leah. She's four months old. She's definitely the cutest part of our show right now. <sighs> but people still connect with her the way they connected in the beginning. And there's definitely been some old-school, hardcore, a decade-long viewers. But people are still subscribing to us today. 
and it has to do with the fact that she's just being herself, unapologetic, honest, authentic, and she's just free to create based off of what she's passionate about. And when other people are also passionate about it, it that connection just happens and they just want to watch it all. Yeah, it's uh, an amazing, she's amazing. The little bit of time I've got to hang out with Judy, so it's no wonder. And if she's being herself, it's going to work. Uh, yeah. And, and the, I, I mean, the consistency is pretty profound as well. Yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, and one <laughs> actually, so our book, The YouTube Secrets, um, it's all based off of seven C's, right? And probably the most important one, which comes kind of at the end, is consistency. And so, Regardless if you're very skilled at video production or not skilled, the consistency part will overshadow everything because there's so much wisdom that's gained over time when you're consistent because you need to upload one video to learn what you need to do for the second video. And too many people do these sprints and then don't upload forever because it didn't work versus running a marathon and uploading over a course of time. Even really skilled people. You know, know, that know how to do graphics and create the thumbnail, which is an image you see before you watch a video and know how that have great cameras. They have to even be consistent because it's, it is very competitive. So um, you've got and she is definitely the master of it. I think I want to just say forty five hundred to five thousand videos. Wow. That's that. If anyone's ever, is it like 10,000 hours or, or outliers oh, yeah. from Malcolm Gladwell? That's well beyond the 10,000 hours, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, man, I don't even know like what that, I mean, look, well, technically they'd have to be an hour for 10,000, but she definitely spent 10,000 hours. Oh, yeah. I guess if you did the math, like 4,000 videos times three, that's easily over 10,000 hours. Yeah. But it's and way more a, than that. And it's, yeah, it's way more than that. That's just yeah. a little sample. Um, Man, you have, I've been hanging out with these last few days, and I'm out here because uh, I'd love to mention that I shared the, what I'm doing with yes. Tribe Vitamins with yes. Benji. And Benji's like, well, I want to support that. And we made a whole experience out of ways to support that, including yes. doing these interviews. Um, and I've, what I want to bring up with the project I'm working on, Tribe Vitamins, which the first product is a freeze-dried bison liver, uh, capsule that yeah. Benji's got to sample the last couple of days. Love it. Um, you talk about, I heard you talking about this idea of like ideas that test time mm-hmm. versus the opposite. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I've heard you talk much about that philosophy before this trip, mm-hmm. but I've heard it come up a couple of times. So yeah. I'd love for you to expound upon what are you getting at with these for ideas sure. that go beyond time? Yeah. So, well, first off, like just let's use these pills for example right and correct me if i'm going the right path here so these pills these bison liver pills made from grass-fed animals uh have made an effect on some people where literally like they have crazy energy and you said your father took some and couldn't sleep at night right (laughs) kind of immediate yeah yeah and a lot of people are looking for that in not just pills but everything diets trends even youtube videos they want the quick fix and i think that's human nature to want as much as they can get right away but the true magic in anything and that's including youtube or in a a a health pill or whatever it is you're trying to do comes from the long term am i on the right track here yeah okay 
And so for me, I, I took this bill. By the way, the one thing I am feeling is sustained energy. If I had to put a quote on that bottle, I'd say sustained energy is what I feel like. I feel the same I, that I felt this morning right this moment. And it's definitely been about six hours since. I'm also drinking some coffee. That probably helps. But <laughs> and allegedly, this is a uh, if you if you do get pre-order a bottle of Tri-Vitamins. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening to this live on YouTube, I think we have like 12 days left on that Kickstarter. So go ahead and get it now. Definitely. But allegedly, if you do drink coffee, drink it, take the pills with your coffee. There's allegedly a synergistic effect with uh, the balancing the iron yeah. and the coffee. That was more whatever. of a joke, too. Like, I don't want to take away from the pills. But the <laughs> point of why I'm describing this is the reason I'm so intrigued by this new product of yours isn't because what I'm feeling today or can feel immediately. It's because what I know it's doing for my body long term. And what I found out recently, I've got a cousin who's a nutritionist and she was the one telling me, you need to eat more organ meat. I was like, really? He says, yeah, get some and grind it up, make it into a paste and feed it to your baby too because she knows about the nutrient density. But the problem with the way people perceive things is if it doesn't give you this immediate effect of uh, positive energy or a change right then and there, they might discount the value of it. But I'll be taking these personally, I'd say like at least for the near future, for the next year, I'd say, right? What I know is even though I don't immediately affect, uh, feel the effect, I know that my body is benefiting and long-term it's going to help build a foundation to make sure my body's working better. I'm probably going to have more clarity over time. And that's um, why I'm interested because I already had some insight into organ benefits before it and it just so happened i I listened to joe rogan podcast and he he had a guest who was talking about this and joe even ate like that raw liver and i was like i need to do that but i'd much rather do it in pill form but bring it all together the same thing with youtube it's not even trying to plug my book but we talk about this you need to be in it for the long game like health for example the one thing I did good for my health wasn't that I juiced for 30 days. I definitely juiced less than I did when I was watching Dan. Um, or you guys got me onto eating, I'd say, like a raw milk, for example. So for like three years, I was drinking nothing but raw milk. I would touch nothing that was pasteurized or that was processed. I was like, I need the raw milk, so unfortunately we can have it. But what I've realized is, you know, it's life-changing. I have kids, and the dynamics of what's available to me is different, and I travel a lot. It's what you do consistently over a long period of time that's going to help. And sitting here a decade later from when I met you, and I was juicing a lot more, and I started drinking raw milk, I still do little things of that. I'm just doing it more consistently at a lower level, and that's how I feel about like these pills, right? Like you'll take them and I may not take them every single day after the year, but I'll probably take them or eat organ meats once in a while. And I know I'm going to be healthier, not just in the next year, but like 10 years down the road. And so same thing with YouTube, you start knowing that the fruits of your labor will be coming down the road, not immediate. Yeah, that's. Uh, I definitely wanted to tie it back to the YouTube because I remember you mentioning with JP that some of the topics, even though they weren't the most entertaining yeah. videos, yeah. That, that people will inevitably search that. Totally. I mean, think about this. 
if we went to his channel right now, I bet we look at all those videos, they definitely have way more than a few hundred views. So even though he doesn't do those videos anymore, those type style of videos, his massive influence, oh, this is what I did tell him. I said, when you do become famous, they are going to watch this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's going to be enough people that go back and go, wow, I didn't know this about him. And I said, it's better to have more influence and influence more than you would if you didn't have that influence, right? Because right now he's entertaining a lot more people than he's probably helping the way he did initially. But he, he the people that he's affecting and uh, helping to navigate life and have a different perspective and be better people is the volume is much bigger now mm -hmm. because of the influence. And this is why influence and my show video influencers of my channel with Sean Cano, who co-wrote the book with me is all about that. It's influence first and don't worry. The money's going to come. The impact will come, but you need to build the influence. And the way you do that, you start adding value to people online. Who's your favorite people to watch on YouTube? So right now, Joe Rogan, for sure, because he has so many amazing guests. So it's not really about Joe Rogan. It's definitely all the guests. I would say the next person that I really watch regularly is actually news channels because of what's going on in the world. And we've got election going on. Obviously, we've got this pandemic. So that's definitely... So it's not a person, I would say. But... In the news world, The Hill is who I like watching because they're as objective as they can be. They still put out their opinions, but they cover the story. Phil DeFranco is also another uh, news person I really respect. I'd say besides that is a guy named Kenji Lopez. Just happens to have a name similar to mine. <laughs> Benji, is, I was named after the dog, <laughs> but the the influence from a Japanese heritage is Kenji is a, a popular name, right? So he's Kenji Lopez, so he must be Latin and Asian. I think some like white, like German and some of them. But he's a stay-at-home dad chef, and he just cooks, films everything from a GoPro and sometimes the videos are 20, 30, 40 minutes, and I watch all of it. And so during this year when there was major quarantine and everyone's locked in their houses, his channel blew up. And I, I do food videos, and I, I got a uh, nice Chris, who is a camera guy. Great shooting, great editing. The production's awesome. But Kenji, funny enough, is like, Hey, you don't need any of that. I'm just going to put the GoPro on and just straight shoots and cook. So it's interesting how YouTube works. You don't actually need a lot of production to be successful. You just need to have a passion for something and know how to help somebody with something. Yeah. And that's it. Through this conversation, I'm having a flashback. Nathaniel, one of the Rob Raws, the youngest Rob Ra, and he has a YouTube channel now, Wedflix, and it's arguably probably a major part of his business yeah and especially marketing for his wedding videography services but at one point when i remember he got a jaw surgery yes and he just be, i don't know what compelled him to do this but he wanted to document the results of his surgery after like yeah. week by week and some of those videos, like he had hundreds of thousands of people yeah. watching these videos. Yeah, because they care about it. They might want the same surgery. Yeah, and I think he was just kind of doing it for himself. And I was having that flashback during this conversation. So I think it's a, a super powerful book that y'all have created here. And 
really masters, ma- master at using social media as a tool once again. Because Let's talk about Nathaniel real quick, if yeah. you don't mind. Oh, yeah, please. Inter- uh, sorry, I interrupted you. One of the reasons that video or videos did well is because of what you said. He did it for himself. Yeah, he went he wanted, journal of war sorts. In fact, when he was <laughs> documenting it, he probably didn't worry about impressing anybody. Oh, now, yeah, it's not impressive in the beginning. Now, the <laughs> ironic thing about the whole thing is the fact that he probably got the jaw surgery to look good for other people and himself, right? But when he made the video, he was just like, I'm trying to document this for a memory of mine. And on the flip side of that is... Anybody that has any kind of issue with how they look and also wants to use surgery as a path to change that are really going to care not only about what his results are, but like how he feels. Yeah. And so he, he, you know, naturally he's one of the raw bras, the original don't apologize, be yourself to the fullest and just be a kid and play to the highest levels. So it doesn't surprise me. I've never seen those videos, but I do remember when he got the jaw surgery because he called out my, my underbite. Oh yeah. At the time. He's like, Benji got an underbite. I was like, yeah, I do. He's like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to say? Like, he didn't say anything to me, you know, like, because I love how my body is. is. Yes. Nathaniel's, he had such an extreme underbite. Like, literally, totally, a yeah. lot of his teeth weren't coming yeah. together. I remember. So, I have a video with him on my channel before the surgery. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's just another side, like, random success story of how YouTube can almost create accidental success. <laughs> Yeah, I see you enjoying these gummy bears. <laughs> You're enjoying these gummy bears here. And it's funny, uh, Deanna and I, now that we're co-parenting, she's been sending me messages about these gummy bears. Like, Davina's asking for these gummy bears. And she's like calling them crack and like not liking it. Like this is like a different co-parenting oh. situation. And but I told I was like it's funny Benji and I are just having some uh, gummy bears right now and he was and I told him that how I've used I've used them to bribe Davina sometimes like good bribes like yeah let's, tell- I, sometimes I get her to do squats and stuff to Crazy. before hey that's great like that's human nature to get something and do something or do something and get something tell Deanna this I feed the girls gummies all the time. And it's a great balance to eating like rabbits, you know? And what I'm grateful for, even though I know this is still sugar, even if it's organic, they eat broccoli. They eat carrots. And I don't remember eating raw vegetables when I was a kid. My mom would always cook them, but now they do. And partly, I would say, it's because we also use these as a gift. So I don't know how this is going to get segued back to YouTube secrets, but hey... (laughs) There's benefits when you uh, do eat your vegetables. Well, and I partly bring that up too because I'm curious about here you are, you know, here we're talking about all your other success stories, but you're casually <laughs> or not so casually a father of four beautiful girls Thank along you, yeah. with Judy. And hey, I'm a definitely a newbie in that land compared to you. Yeah, Davina's three and a half. What, yeah. How old's your oldest daughter? I mean, y'all have gone pretty quick here. Yeah, so these. Juliana, my oldest, just turned eight. The twins, Kira and Mia, they are six. And then Leah is four months old, so just a baby. So you're juggling a lot, to say the least. For so sure. I can imagine you could like a good bribe with some gummy bears. But wh- what else? What do you do? How do you do all this? How do you? How, and I know you, you being a dad and a husband is your priority beyond everything yeah, else we talked about. Number one and number two. And the marriage comes first. 
so for someone that's inspired, like, oh, well, I want, to, I want to hear what this guy does. How does he do it? Well, first thing is thank you for bringing it up. I do prioritize my marriage and my parenting before anything else. And anything I do is motivated by that and how it benefits that relationship and that circumstance. But the reason I'm glad you brought it up is I'm really proud that both my wife and I have been able to create this lifestyle around YouTube and a business in this industry, but still have a strong marriage and still be able to parent this whole time. That's actually one of my inspirations to share our story because some people think it's one or the other. And I know, I mean, statistically speaking, I know 2020 might change that with people staying at home and kind of maybe having a little bit more sex than normal. (laughs) But (laughs) up until this point, people have started having less kids or been having kids later in life. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of people aren't getting married as often, right? Even like period at all. And I believe it's because they're sacrificing that experience to be able to pursue what they think is their calling or their dream job or a business or a career and nothing wrong with that. But I do believe you can have both. And just like anything in life, health, YouTube, business, it just might take a little bit longer, you know, like you might not get that immediate response like the elk, uh, the bison liver pills. I might not understand ever what I actually gained from it, but I know when I pass and I'm up there in heaven, God's like, hey, it was those bison liver pills that really <laughs> did it for you. That that really avoided this one thing in 2055, right? So I know it's a weird connection, like but it. point is it is you know important to me. And so I really don't have advice on parenting because... Parenting is something that comes very instinctual for people. Now, if you didn't have a good experience as a kid, I would use that as a benefit rather than a weakness because you know maybe what not to do. And you even said it, like some people either become their parents or become complete opposites. If you feel like your parents were great, like do what they did. If you didn't think, just do like make that mental choice. And then there's enough books and YouTube videos. Like I don't have to teach you. Marriage... For me personally, it's just all, it's exactly what you talk about being authentic, being honest, and being yourself right from the beginning. And try to be yourself literally all the time. Now, of course, with the ladies, you got to have a little tact, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you don't want to piss them off and say the wrong things. That's me personally. <laughs> but that philosophy that you have when you're, you're in the beginning, it's not just about courting them and trying to be like this. The, the the most best version of himself. Like I would be honest about all the things in your life so that there's no surprises. And so for me and Judy, what I can say in our marriage is um, not only do I prioritize it, but I just want what's best for her and I hope she wants what's best for me. And I try to communicate freely what is on my brain. You know, I'm not very communicative of everything, but when there's something really important, like I don't hide it from, like I tell her. That's the that's the secret of secrets. The yeah. secret of uh, like the secret of not having secrets yeah. is pretty profound. Yeah, especially on a consistent basis with someone that you really care for. So, 
by the way, are you okay with all these sound effects? Neutrally is controlling the thing, and we always have it, but I don't know. This is your oh, yeah. podcast, oh, so. I'm good with it. Like People it. are listening. They're like, what is going on with Daniel's podcast? Did y'all ever find that video of the scream therapy with the JP, or is that? No, I'm like. I, would, I'm I will find it like, while you're there. talking or while we're talking. I'll send it to him, okay? Uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I, I know. I'm like bored. Is it on JP's attack. channel? I think it's on the Rob Bros. Yeah, I it's wonder, on the Rob Bros. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because I. I I remember it. Man. Um, how are we doing on time, by the way? No, we have been live for 46 minutes. Oh, that's a good time. Do you have uh, anything that you want to make sure that we talk about? This is usually when I start checking in. I'm like, I want to make sure my guest shared. If they had a, an intention coming in, they well, want to share something specific. I want to hear that now before I drift on drift off to the next rabbit trail. Well, um, neutrally, I'm sending this to you on the Slack, the Slack right now, so it's coming towards you, and Sweet. you can um, you can show it whenever Daniel wants you to. <laughs> Anyways, well, I've already you know said thank you, but I'm grateful to be on here. You have changed my life dramatically in so many different ways including your brothers nathaniel really schooling me about raw milk and the benefits and just you know his history with swimming and just being a strong person that guy's a giant yes, right yes nathaniel's the biggest and the youngest timothy obviously is the one that i connected with initially and he was the one that i reached out to and uh, you know I, I i go back with him farther than any of you guys he is and, like the most bridge gapper I yeah would say. and so i know that Gap in bridge. the beginning he was such a crucial part to the raw bras because i have a feeling he was doing a lot of the editing a uh, lot of content that was mostly me oh mostly you yeah, okay yeah. well he was doing stuff <laughs> yeah he's, but, he's doing stuff he's and then you always. you know i one of the things that i've always appreciated about you is that and this is where I feel like even JP and so many other people that attend your events benefit is you give people permission to offend others <laughs> because that's not really our intention. It is a it, it is a consequence of being completely honest, but that's totally OK, because if you're not willing to be your true self and know that some people get offended, then you'll just eventually be silent. Right. And this year, more than ever, this year in 2020, when social media is so toxic and people are just so negative for good reason because they're hurting. And that's usually why people are hating or leaving those bad comments or trying to tear you down or attack you is because that they come from a place of pain. But it's not a reason for you to hide. And I see this at the highest level with JP, for sure. And I'm always reminding myself the same thing too. Do not, it's like, what does uh, Mother Teresa says? Um, I forget like the actual saying, but the, the idea is, um, uh, there's a, what, hey, t type in the Mother Teresa quote. And it's- Of course, we're both, we're searching JP and Mother Teresa. <laughs> to yeah, but Mother Teresa's famous quote is basically, um, don't apologize for being your true self like oh don't fear greatness right you need to just be great and she has all these great quotes like i think she said it in one essay like everything that anybody needs to know to live a great life because i might want to read that essay. yeah I don't think it's I have like yet. a whole list i just recently saw on in in a book actually point being i come from an upbringing where 
you definitely want to consider other people's feelings, which I think still you can do that. You can still care about other people's feelings. In fact, I think it's important as humans that we do that. But you can't control what they feel. So if you stop yourself from being who you are because you feel like you might trigger something in them, it's unfortunate because you may not be the greatest version of yourself. And so I got that from you and your events. I see other people receive that kind of wisdom and that kind of confidence and they, they become great. And I know that every single day I, I think about that too. And I know my wife sometimes like will give me tr- like crap about, yeah, you know, you should probably think about what you're going to say because I think that could offend somebody or whatever. <laughs> and I know sometimes I'm just saying, but I never am sorry for being that 100% Benji Travis. You know, and even like if you told me like I should maybe be this other way, like I wouldn't do it, even though I look up to you. <laughs> like I'd be like, no, but this is who I am. This is how I am. Right. We can always grow and improve. So that's all I, I'd want to say, because I feel like everybody could benefit. And that would that would be. Oh, another thing, too, I'd say, and by the way, that's why I look up to you. And, you know, I could say many things, but one of the reasons is um, because you won't change your behavior simply because I tell you to. Yeah. Well, thank or anybody you. would tell you to. Those are my favorite type of people. The last thing I definitely <laughs> want to cover before we get into this JP uh, screaming video, and there's just <laughs> random people on the beach right now on the video that we're there's seeing. Dan but right there but before we get into that, the number one lesson I got from Daniel Eisenman when it comes to food, the number one lesson is do not have dogma. I tell that to more people than I say any other advice that comes from me and my experiences because it's so powerful. Whether you're somebody that's trying to lose weight because you're obese or you're just somebody that's going through life and questioning what you're eating because of marketing or whatever the new trend or diet is, if you have dogma or think of things negatively or let guilt be in your brain when you're putting any piece of food into your mouth or anything that you're drinking, it will hurt any good that's in there. And so I, a great example of this, I thought about this yesterday when we we're th- talking about this, you know, it's, there's probably a general consensus that white processed kind of grain food is generally not good for you, right? It's, I think Paul Czech has like the four, since we mentioned him earlier, like yeah. the white, the four white devils or something. <laughs> and like, so, yeah. So like some people flour, think it's sugar, the devil. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're, look, your, your wife is like texting like, these are like crap, these gummy bears. Okay. I've been to places in the world where people travel two or three hours and that is life for them. Like that calorie that they're going to get those calories. And while is what I say when you change your perspective on food. And so when they eat that, obviously it's not going to make them the next Dan McDonald, life regenerator, raw foodist, like juice man, juicer kind of person, but they are going to survive. And they look at that food as like, this is everything. And so they don't have dogma and it probably makes it so that they can survive through crazy experiences and, um, you know, uh, places. And I feel that philosophy that you have can be utilized anywhere in the world where you're, wherever you're at with whatever you're eating, even these gummies, which by the way are amazing. 
that's when we're eating them. <laughs> and we have no dogma about it. We're not guilty. Not and sponsored. I, <laughs> not sponsored. But I feel that's one reason I've been able to enjoy food a lot more is because of that story about you just eating things with gratitude. So that's what I want to say before we get into whatever else you want to do. Yeah, I think that's the number one organic ingredient is gratitude. I mean, what's more, what can alchemize a bad ingredient into a good one better than that? So anyway, speaking of alchemizing bad to good, <laughs> I guess, JP, th this scene that we might be seeing here on the beaches of Kauai is from when JP was facilitating people turning their rage into something healthier. Neutrally and Chris can see me screaming at sand here in a second. This oh, is JP yeah. before he was a comedian. There's Timothy. But we were told to take this rock or <laughs> coconut. And there's me. Look how buff I look. I was looking <laughs> yes. white because there's some real black. Wow. She was she's like Ida Portal's right hand woman. Nathaniel, Greek god back there. So um I don't know if you can do the fast forward version. Uh, uh yeah, one point two five. Do one point two five to the right. There you go. Oh nice. This yep. is this has been such a lesson in uh, and this is Nathaniel and he's screaming and he looks like a freaking Marvel character. <laughs> yeah. He, I think he punched the sand, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was so intense. But it just I'll, let me give you a little background on this. We were at one of your retreats in Kauai. We went to a very private place, mm -hmm. and we were told to scream out all of our rage, our troubles, our stresses. And I really want to see my part because I think I like I really I really showed up Nathaniel here. Like I think <laughs> Nathaniel's uh, is hard to there, beat. Yeah, that, I mean, look at him. Look how big he is. He's buff, man. He's got those lats going on, and of course, you and your brothers are tanning. Every day of Anger your life. management scream therapy. Rob Ross Awaken with JP. That's this how is, you find it on YouTube. Yeah, and this is like exclusive content. Any JP Sears fans are probably like, what is going on with JP? Oh, look, JP's even getting into oh, it too. Yeah. yeah, I think he went first, like a real leader. For sure. That's that. Oh, there's there's Timothy on the ground. He's like getting ready. Like, <laughs> let's, uh, let's skim through to see my part. There's another Daniel. Oh, Daniel's was intense too. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's JP again. Well, maybe there. I'm not Drew. in this video. There's, nope, I think you're in there you somewhere. Oh, oh, there, oh, there was a small one. There's Timothy. <laughs> 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 there's Benji. I was spitting. There's I was me. that angry. Oh, Benji and me are right back to back. There he goes. Oh, and then <laughs> wow, what an epic wow, shot. Wow, that's some intense stuff. <laughs> so, anyways, that's uh, <laughs> you want to get some anger out? <laughs> Uh, sign up for International Tribe Design. I know that uh, maybe that's not something you guys do very often anymore. So. That specific um, exercise, no, I don't think I ever did it again, actually. <laughs> I mean, JP, he scared me there. That's the thing. Like, J That's why I love JP and other people, that when someone can offend me, like you were mm -hmm, saying, like mm -hmm. it's okay to be offended. Yeah. Actually, I when someone offends me, as long as they're not doing anything harmful to me, it's more like to my ego or to my idea of things. Yeah. I'm quite inspired. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we have a video of JP and my, I, it's one of his biggest videos, I think, How to Get Offended. <laughs> Lewis Howes is in that one as well. Lewis Howes is in that? Yeah, yeah. He did like a coat, like he shot with me and then he shot with oh, Lewis. Oh, crazy. And then he the, oh, okay. Got uh, it. Yeah. Got it. I He's thought actually, he was at his house. Yeah, I think it's promoting his book. Well, we went, we visited Lewis actually at his studio. Okay. Yeah. His house. And, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. No, I thought he was at JP's house. I, I, I thought no, I maybe saw him and maybe. didn't know him then or whatever. So Not that time, but maybe they've hung out since then. Um, I mean, uh, there's so... <laughs> I know we're getting close to what we're about to do. What are we about to do? 
by the way. And how can At people my house? find Yeah, because I I just want to make sure I asked you if there is anything that you want to mention. I want to make sure to mention to everyone that you are if it's not obvious enough, not only passionate about not having dogma around food, but you're yeah. kind of passionate about cooking food. Yes. Yeah. I so I mean, there's not I don't think there's a Benji Man food book no. out yet. But one of the things I would love to explore maybe working with you and this video would be just a good tester. But uh, if you weren't a co-author, at least you'd be somebody, maybe a guest, you know, like addition to the book because I've learned so much about food from you. Everything from raw milk and just where to get your foods. And obviously now we're, I'm, you know, sucking down these um, bison liver Yeah, this pills. is this bison liver and the other thing. What This is on the food topic yeah. specifically, regardless of the Kickstarter and all that. Why this is driving me, why this is kickstarting yeah. me is I really believe in the essence of foods. Yes. Like I really believe in the essence of That's a, what a I learned wild from you. food versus yes. an organic food yeah. versus a non-organic food. Yeah. A wild animal versus a domesticated animal. Yeah. What's the fastest animal in the United States? It's a pronghorn, also known as an antelope. I want to eat some antelope. What's the biggest mammal in the United States? A bison. I'm eating some bison. Biggest? The uh, biggest like, more indigenous. than a bear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Bison are big. I mean, we can look this up. You can oh, look up a, what's the biggest mammal in the United States. It's a okay. national mammal. I, I believe it. I just forget that they can be that massive. So I think elephants and mammoths used to be. Yes, of yeah, course. But yeah. we don't have elephants here, and mammoths are extinct. Oh, um, yeah. Bison versus grizzly bear. That happens. Whoa, that happens that's pretty crazy. Well, anyway, so <laughs> going back to what you asked me and uh, food, I think that one of the challenges about food education is there's so much to read about yeah. and so many opinions and even so much science research. So how do you put it all together? And what I've done is I've taken some of the greatest wisdom from each inspiration or influence of mine, you, Dan McDonald's, Paul Check. Uh, even my cousin who just sends me all kinds of nutrition books and just different philosophies. I'm not an Atkins diet guy or all animal person, but I understand the benefits. And that's where I learned about the importance about organs, meat from animals. I don't believe in the vegan uh, diet, but I definitely know that vegetables in the correct way or juiced in a certain uh, method will just do wonders for you. So it's a balance. I'd say the one thing I'd want to add in that book is it's all about balance. So we're going to cook some bison grass-fed steaks plus some dry-aged grass-fed uh, beef steaks. Plus, uh, we're going to be making a starch, which most people just automatically think, oh, starch? No, we don't want to touch it. But <laughs> I've got one that you already gave your stamp of approval to and everybody at the house loved it. And so we're going to cook that. And uh, we're going to have just have like a side salad, but we're going to do all that on my channel. And because, Chris, remember I wasn't going to post it, but now because of the circumstance, we're definitely going to post it and we're going to have fun and we're going to go live. So that's another thing, too. So I if like you're watching this right now and it is October 29th and it's almost 4 p.m., we're going to be going live as soon as I get over there and get all set up. And cooking the whole meal that I've never done this where I'll cook the whole meal basically on camera. And I'd say 5 p.m. is when we will start Pacific Standard Time. And that's what we're going to do. And in the course of cooking, we're going to talk about all the principles of health.
in a way that is simplified and is easy for people to understand. So no matter where you live in the world and what you have access to, you can lead a generally healthy lifestyle. That should be the subtitle of my book, basically. Wow. Well, it sounds like we got, if we got to go make a book and eat some bison and beef, (laughs) I'm feeling pretty complete. And um, where's the best place? Like where where do people start if they want to like, man, Benji, I see, I see it. I want to learn more. Well, you know, when it comes to YouTube, everything, I always tell people our book, YouTube Secrets, you can find it on Amazon and Audible, right? And it'll teach you everything you need to know to get started. And our first Amazon review was from a channel that had a million subscribers. So it's not just, yeah, our first. I was like so honored. But it's not just for the newbies. It's for people that are in it too because it reminds you like why YouTube is YouTube and the principles that made you successful still apply today and maybe here's some adjustments. Uh, second place is just got video influencers on YouTube because I interview people like yourself and so many Last creators. Night, it's yeah, just, it's live right now. So it's live right now. <laughs> Man, dude, we're sending it's, people. It's, it's, not, it's like live. We filmed it live yesterday, yeah. but it's up now. <laughs> and so that's the, the other place. And then you, if you just type in Benji Man, TV on any social media, you'll find me. But uh, I'd say just go to YouTube and go to Video Influencers if you're so. And this is my food channel. I know it's like I have so many things going on. But if you're really interested in food, I got all kinds of recipes. That's a great place to go. That would be the the place to go to right now if you're into learning more about the bison liver pills and all that. Because oh, nice. We're going to talk about the bison. Yeah. Man, the bison. I've been dreaming of the bison. Uh, finally, I remember because I watched, I looked, looked some of the comments today on the channel, the, beauty, the video we did last night, and I was noticing too because I was dressed differently. I had like my blue blockers <laughs> on, yeah. like this Hawaiian shirt. And, I, and there were some people that made some comments that could like sound like hater comments, okay. I could say. And, yeah. and to me, that this is really what it comes down to. Why why are there geniuses out there that if they turned a camera on themselves, that they would potentially create booming businesses almost accidentally through YouTube if they wanted to? Yeah. What is stopping them? And what is stopping anyone from being themselves? It's usually this addiction to approval. Mm-hmm. And like, it's amazing how one hater could shut down. A, like, if someone wasn't willing to look past one hater, they we may never see the full brilliance of them. Yes. And then, it, and really, it's probably going to, in order to see the full brilliance, they'll probably see thousands to millions of haters. Exactly. So, what do you do with all this hater rage? Speaking of alchemy and all that, how does someone take that leap so like you know what i'm I'm gonna be me regardless of that youtube comment three things number one it's gonna happen eventually and if it doesn't happen initially it's gonna happen later okay and jp series is a great example when he was getting 300 views probably never got a hater even though he was super boring right people just appreciate what he had and that's what happens but if you get haters you mentally prepare yourself for that so that's number one just expect that's going to happen because when you know you're going to get hit it's like you can kind of soften the blow a little bit okay yeah, it's like going into a boxing match on purpose rather than getting accidentally hit in the face exactly <laughs> it hurts a lot more secondly just know that comment or hater can come from anywhere on the planet from anybody for any reason so let me just ask you something if my daughter, who's eight years old, who doesn't know how to leave comments, but like if she said, you know what, you're ugly, how seriously would you take that? Would you laugh a little bit or would you be would you be offended in real time like in that moment? Now, if I received it as a YouTube comment or if I was no, told, like, she told me. No, like if she told life, you. Oh, I would probably be inspired. I'd be like, whoa, 
How did you? What? First of all, I'm, I don't think I'm ugly. Would you lose? Second of all, <laughs> you think I'm ugly? Third of all, how did you? Did you figure out how to say that to me? Would you lose a, sleep over it? I don't think so. No. I might have a dream about it. But realize she could, if she was savvy enough and like didn't listen to her parents, could go on YouTube yeah. and leave that comment. And so it could be any. I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> yeah. So just know that is happening. And so like a sub layer of that second point is most people that do leave that, that aren't that, like maybe my age, they're hurting somehow. And this sounds kind of elementary, ironically, like compared to her elementary in the sense that that's always been the case. When people want to tear you down or hurt you, it's because they've been torn down mm-hmm. or they've been hurt. It's just the way the world works. Some people, they just need a, a, a way to vent, right? And third is, are you going to let this eight-year-old child or even somebody that is your age with a sound mind stop you from pursuing your dream? Because your dream and the legacy is way bigger than that comment. It takes them literally 10 seconds to leave that comment. It might take you 10 years to build your business. And so if you're going to let that one comment, which could be many, many comments over and over or whatever, you're never going to get anywhere. And that's kind of sad. I'm sad for you. And I hope that you listen to this and know that Judy, my wife, who's got 3 million followers, has had way more hate than anybody I personally know in my circle of influence, family and friends or whatever. And this is probably one of the most beloved women, Asian-American mom people on YouTube and gets a lot of hate, right? There's nothing but generosity and positivity flowing through her veins and her mind and she still gets hate but she's never let that stop her from being herself fully and i can tell you personally like being the guy that's a little bit more abrasive and i'm a guy in a female demographic audience right mm-hmm. of course naturally i'm gonna disagree with her just because i'm a different person so i definitely get a lot of hate and in my 12 years i've never second negativity experience online because our life is beautiful. Judy and I, what we have in marriage, our beautiful kids, the places we've gone, the people we met like yourself. I mean, I would not have met you if it wasn't for YouTube and my influence, arguably. If, if, if I wasn't a YouTuber, I might have just been a fan and you might have like said hi or probably invited me to your thing, but that's all it would be and so because of that influence and that authority that we had i would say and correct me if i'm wrong you took me a little bit more seriously oh yeah i mean that's yeah i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be um beat around the bush with that so that's that's what i would say to people and we do talk about that the first chapter of youtube secrets is about courage and you've got to have the courage to go into potentially the fire and just be mentally prepared and it's so fitting that you you ask that because it is the number one reason why people don't do things on youtube and yeah and i think that carries over to life it's just it's like if you're if someone's behavior is so easily manipulated based on their environment or if if someone presses a button on a camera or not that's something to dive deeper into and make sure that that you're not being held back by that and I, yeah. I call that addiction to approval. Yeah. 
and that's uh, there. I, the why this is such a big topic in my like long story short, I just really believe that when we lived in tribes and wild environments, mm -hmm. that it was the most important thing was to um, fit in, yeah. in a way for their own survival. Yeah. And now it's actually the opposite case. Like yeah. the most important thing for our survival is probably to stand out. Mm. Surf survival. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So we gotta, yeah, take that shift, take that jump. We talked about the jump yesterday on your uh, <laughs> on your show, video influencers there. So check that out. I'm gonna take the jump into the kitchen. Yeah, I'm stoked for this. That's um, cool. And if anyone wants to take the jump and uh, pre-order a bottle, be one of the first people that have the small batch made. Uh, definitely go to Kickstarter and type in Tribe Vitamins one word and get your bottle now. Boom. Clock is ticking. I'm gonna get my bottle. I'm st I'm stoked uh, for uh, the testimonies like for uh, like the five out of five people that I've given the supplements to. <laughs> it's and positive less, here. Yeah, like, you'll get five out of five stars. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have a feeling that's going to keep being amplified. So let's go, let's go, let's get, let's realize that humans are social creatures as well. Bison are herd animals, and we're social creatures. And a happiness shared is a happiness doubled, and a sorrow shared is a sorrow halved. I don't know if you ever watched Into the Wild. But the, this quote that I remember from the movie and the book is, happiness is not real unless it's shared. He went to, that same guy went to my school. Word. And Sean Penn was actually on the campus when we hmm. were there filming it. It's cool stuff. Anyways, let's go into, the, let's go into our next wild kitchen. Let's with, cook. Yeah, let's do it. And eat. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, Benji. Yeah, thank you. To be continued. Keep breaking normal, y'all.